Hello, family. We are back with another episode. We are on a roll, aren't we, Jen? We are on a roll. So today we have another episode for you that we think is really going to help you out in the world that we live in today. And we want to talk about staying connected. How do we stay connected during these times? And why is it so important to stay connected to a community? Yes. And these are the things that we are hoping we can address for you today. But Mm. I thought a great place to start, Naomi, would be having a look at the Bible. What does the Bible have to say? What does Mm, Jesus himself say about community and connection and Mm. linking back to like, why is it so important? Mm, Yes. So good. Um, I found in Hebrews 10, verse 24 to 25, it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. So good. So good. And then also in 1 Corinthians, it talks about how we are all members of one body. And so if one member suffers, we all suffer. If one member is honored, we all are honored together. And if you're in the body of Christ, that means that community is so important. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like this is part of God's plan for humanity is that we Mm. are in connection so Mm. that, and we're all functioning together together in unity. So we're not all just doing our own thing. It's actually coming together, Mm. working together, supporting one another. It's actually Mm. so important. It is. Yes. But how often can we feel disconnected? Come on. Yep. Especially in this time and this season. Yep, definitely. So what maybe are some warning signs that you might be disconnected? Yeah. And if I'm being honest, Naomi, I have probably felt disconnected quite a bit during this season. So those signs are very close to home. I'd say probably one of the main things would be like withdrawing from being a part of like Mm. a a social event or opportunities or when those things come up, you're sort of like, like, no, "Mm, no. (laughs) And I'd say early on in this whole COVID season, I was Mm. probably in quite a disconnected state where I was just like Mm. staying at home, not really engaging much. And I was trying to reintegrate into community, but probably not doing it really well. And Mm. so probably became a bit of an introvert, which is new for me. (laughs) So that withdrawing, I'd say, is a big part of that first disconnection. It's like you're Mm. actually stepping away from people and you're not looking to sort of Mm. go out and, and connect do you have definitely. any others that you can think of? I mean, yeah, I definitely did that when I first moved to Queensland because I felt so anxious around new people yeah. and in new social situations. So it can then be pretty I, scary putting yeah. yourself out there. <laughs> so then I just think, oh, it's easier to stay home. But then I'd feel really guilty because I wanted to connect with people. <laughs> yeah. So you're like living in this like reality that's like, yeah. What do I do? I want to do this, but I'm not doing what I want to do. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I think another important one to address is accountability because Mm. when you're disconnected, you don't actually have any voices in your life that are calling Mm. you out on things or speaking into different areas of your life. So Mm. you kind of become your own person, making your own decisions, not really, I guess, having healthy accountability, which I think yeah. is so important. We need people speaking into our lives or going, hey, I'm, I'm not sure about this area in mm. your life. I think, you know, you might be looking at it yeah. um, a bit differently or like, have you thought about looking at it this way? When you don't mm. have that healthy input in your life, you can probably make some bad decisions. You can probably mm. be really rash. So I, and that's something I recognize in my life, accountability is really important. It is uncomfortable, but mm. in order to be healthy and to 
personally grow, you need people speaking mm. into your life. And you need to be speaking into other people's lives. 100%, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too, for me, like having no one to call upon when life gets really tough yeah, is when that's you feel hard. really isolated and alone. And so, you know, you just it's so good to have people that you can call on when you're struggling that you can rely on to get you through those tough times. So good. And I'd say you're one of those people for me, Naomi, oh, if I'm too, ever in bro. trouble. <laughs> and, you know, it may just be like one friend, but like mm. having one consistent friend is mm. better than no friends because that connection is oh, sure. so important. So, yeah, I've really valued our connection because I probably called you a lot more <laughs> during this season. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so healthy because there's there's been many times that I'm just like, I don't know who to go to. Like, I don't know who mm. to talk to. So you're right. It's really important that you know, mm. when you're going through things that you have someone you can go to to talk to about those things. Which really actually leads us into what we were going to talk about in the single season, How Do We Stay Connected? Because for me, I'm married, you know, I've got a husband, I can always talk to him. But for you, Jen, like, how do you stay connected when, you know, you don't <laughs> have that person all the time? Yeah, that is a really good question, Amy. And yeah, being single in this season, I'd say is it is really tough, especially since connection almost seems hard to come by because mm. we've kind of gone to a very online sense of community and that's mm. slowly changing now. So if you're not really someone who's into online stuff, which that that's me, yeah. <laughs> connection's even tougher. Like I've actually taken a season away from social media, so I'm not even connected to people on a mm. social platform. Mm. And so that has really forced me to find other ways to connect mm. with people Um, but central to all of that. And I think talking about the main, keeping the main thing, the main thing, something we talked about Mm. in our previous podcast is first and foremost, you need to have that connection with God. Like Mm. that, that is the only place you're going to feel that sense of, um, relationship and that, um, Mm. ongoing satisfaction of being connected. So Mm. God has been, you know, an anchor in my life at this time and as a single person, because connection Mm. is hard, Naomi. It really is hard as a single person. And I need my relationship with God to be at the center Mm. of that. And to be Mm. honest, you know, when you're with God, his presence and his friendship, it's just Mm. such a a rich thing. And it, you need it. You need it in this Mm. climate to get through because people are going to disappoint you. (laughs) Um, And there may be those lonely patches, but you can be assured that, you know, Mm. the presence of God is with you every day. So first and foremost, stay connected to God would be my first bit of advice. Mm. Um, Something else that I think is important is investing into your current friendships. And I know that can be tricky Mm. in some circumstances, but I know with yourself and I, we've We've mm. made a, a value for connection and that whether that's yeah. FaceTime because we're not in the same um, state, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. tricky. Mm. And I am aware people are probably in similar positions, but I would just encourage you, like if you have friends interstate, if you have friends that you mm. can meet with in person, really invest into those friendships as much as you can. Mm. And especially the ones that are really life-giving. Someone who can speak into your life, you can speak into theirs because I think you need that mutual Mm. exchange. So you need friends where it goes both ways. Mm. Obviously, you're going to have friends that you are speaking more into their lives or maybe they're Mm. speaking more into your lives and that's healthy too. But make sure you have someone that that it goes both ways. You have that exchange. Mm. Um, 
This is a fun one, but uh, <laughs> say yes to random invites. <laughs> yes. Recently, um, okay, well, I don't know how recently now because COVID seems to blur yeah. into like a very short period of time. <laughs> but someone signed me up for like Christian speed dating and so <laughs> I just said yes. It's not something I would sign myself up for. Yeah, so I was I w- shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, these things are starting to filter back in in this sort of current COVID climate. But I went along to this speed dating event. I met a whole lot of new people and I went to coffee with one of the guys that I met there. So, you know, random invites can open Mm. up a world of opportunities. And for me, it was meeting a lot of new people, going Mm. to coffee with someone I didn't know and sort of overcoming that fear that connection Mm. has to mean something more or it's going to go somewhere. But just going back to the authenticity of like, connection is normal. Actually going for coffee Mm -hmm. is normal. And I mean, nothing transpired from this particular coffee connection, but it was just great to connect to someone new, someone Mm. with the opposite sex and Mm. enjoy the the company of a man. (laughs) So proud of you, bro. Thanks. (laughs) Um, And the final one I'll just speak into, and I know this is tricky in our current um, climate, is attending like community events that speak to your interests. So for me, like worship, community community events, something that I'm interested in. Mm. And I haven't really been able to do that um, of late, but as mm. things are starting to start up at, again, I that's something I would like to personally mm. invest more time in is going to events around like-minded people. But for someone mm. else, it might be a music event. It might be sport. There are still community-based events sure. where it's possible for people to meet together. And I just encourage you, what what are you interested in? And maybe mm. see if you can find a group that kind of validates that mm. interest where you can meet new people. I've met a lot of people through tennis and they're yeah, older than me. Yeah. Like grandmas, but they're like <laughs> my best friends, you know? Exactly. <laughs> That's so good. Now, moving on from the single season, because you've Mm. just moved into a beautiful season of marriage. Mm. How do you stay connected in marriage? Because that is a unique set of circumstances in and of itself, because you've got another person involved. And yeah, there can be challenges there. It can be really rewarding. Like, Yeah. And I mean, because you live with this person, you're around them all the time, but that doesn't mean that you stay connected all the time. I mean, it's the same probably with your family. It's kind of the same vibe. And so I think it's really important for us to prioritize that connection by doing things together. And we've actually done it without technology. So, I mean, we've been a bit bad lately, (laughs) but we kind of set this thing that after 6 p.m. we wouldn't go on technology. So we'd put our phones away and just do something, maybe go for a swim or go for a walk or um, cook dinner together. That just connects us and really it just opens up conversation because conversation conversation yeah (laughs) (laughs) mic drop (laughs) (laughs) so that's one way we've done it I think too you've got to make sure you're not just always talking about the difficult things because Mm. there are issues that come up that are some are important and some are not and you've got to pick your battles pick those battles (laughs) yeah you've got to laugh about the things that aren't important and then really discuss the things that are with an effort to understand the other person's point of view because you're a team now you're not an individual unit when you're married so that's been something I've been learning you can apply those same principles with your parents or with your siblings or great you know even with your kids really simplify it for them yeah I think you're so right Naomi it's so important 
in a relationship like that to take the time to understand the other person, not pushing your agenda, because I think that breaks connection in a way when we're trying yeah. to like prove ourselves and you're like, why are we even doing this? Like we're actually yeah. in this together. And yeah. yeah, I agree. That's such a good point just to remember, like to hear the other person and mm. um, yeah, to work together, to respect that, you know, as a couple, you may have differences of opinion and that's actually normal and healthy and okay Mm, I mean obviously there's certain things that you need to be like on the same page on but Mm, I hear a lot of like tension in marriages can be about the small things which (laughs) (laughs) like who did the dishes or (laughs) yeah who changed the toilet roll and it's the wrong way yeah I mean, and I guess you've got to you've got to laugh about things in marriage mm-hmm. that are small like that. Do you find like laughter is helpful? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> a bit of friendly teasing, you know. Friendly teasing. As long as you're okay with that, it's good. <laughs> and how would you say like how do you prioritize things like fun? Because I think fun in marriages mm. is hugely important for connection because yeah, definitely. You know, when you date, you do fun things together, and all when you're married, yeah, all the time. Yeah. But I don't think that should change when you. Get married. Can you speak into that? How have you sort of kept like fun Mm. alive in your marriage and how has that helped you remain Mm. connected? Yeah, that's such a good point because like I will admit it is a bit shocking going from dating to marriage because even we did prioritize date nights, but because of COVID and Mm. lockdowns and stuff, you know, and life just gets so busy, especially leading towards Christmas. It's just so easy to go, eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not important. But yeah. I think we just keep it alive by just doing spontaneous things together. So we don't necessarily plan things at this stage. We just, oh, you want to go for a swim? You want to go for a walk? Yeah, let's do it. I would like to be a bit better at planning it. Yeah. But, you know, we've only been married six months. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to work on that. I think prioritizing date night is really important yeah. to feel um you're Keep the romance the alive yeah <laughs> that's so good and do you have like people that speak into your lives as a married couple you know we try and find other people in the same situation as us like yeah. newly married couples that we can do life with so that you're on the same kind of journey together and then you can lift each other up and encourage each other and you know maybe you're a young family find another young family through a school group that's really or a church group or you know, and just try and make... It's difficult, though. We haven't really found anyone, and there's no perfect friendship. No, no, But right. just getting out there and meeting new, newly married couples has been really encouraging for us. Yeah, which goes to show, I think, the, that first step is identifying a need. So whether you're a single, mm. whether you're yeah, married, so whether you have a family, and mm. you're feeling like some of the things we talked about with the disconnection, you're feeling disconnected. The mm. first step is actually going, like recognizing that. I think yes. sometimes, and that can be the so hardest good. step is recognizing, mm-hmm. oh, I actually need people need speaking friends. into my life. I need yeah. friends. I need to talk about this crazy single weirdness that I'm going through. Yes. Or like, yeah. you yeah. know, and you're very early married, like having people speak into like, you know, is this normal six months in? Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, what were you doing around this time in your marriage? So yeah, mm. such a good point, actually being around people in your season as well. Mm. But I also want to speak to the fact that you need to also have people that are in other seasons yeah, that can yeah. actually pour in like, you know, for sure. me as a single person, seeing people in healthy marriages, that's really important so to true. actually see what potentially you can have that hopeful expectation for, but mm. also just seeing what what does a healthy marriage look like? You know, what can I be doing mm. in my single season to prepare me for being mm. in a season of connection with another person in that way? 
Or same yeah, with, with families, so looking at healthy families and how they're raising mm. their children. Mm. So there's a lot you can learn from like the broader community. But mm. I agree, you need to have those like-minded people in your season and mm. also people that are in other seasons that can actually pour into you and that you can be inspired mm. by. Yeah, for sure. I think too, I just want to say as well, like, you know, having a broad variety of people at different levels of friendship is so important. Like mm. you don't have to have everyone as your best friend. Yeah, It's so good to have people, oh, you might catch up with them once every few months. And, and then it's good to have the people closer to you to just go deeper and go vulnerable. So, you know, don't ever close off someone yeah. just because they're not your age or they're not in the same stage as you. Be open to it. You never know where it might go. Yeah, that's such a good point too. And I would have to agree. And if I'm honest, my close-knit sort of friendship groups is actually quite small where you really have that mm. trusted connection or you have that mm. regular connection. And I think taking the pressure off that it has to look that yeah. way for everyone. Like yeah, you said, there are people that will pour into you, but you don't have that consistent like mm. daily chatting or, you know, mm. catching up on a regular basis. It could be once a month or once a year, mm. but you still have that point of connection. So it can look, it can look different, but you're right. I think it's healthy to have varying levels of connection and it depends how it's sort of feeding into your needs like whether it's mm. that need for a best friend or whether it's catching up around an interest like you said like music mm. or whatever um yeah so so important I thought it would be good also to look like we've started talking about it already but looking at mm. community in a broader sense so we've kind of addressed mm. you know what's that like in your single season in your married season if you you have a family but how how do we build connection in community? Like, what does that look like? I think a lie that I've had to sort of um, overcome is like community doesn't happen overnight. And we live in a very mm. instant society. So yes, we, we might, you know, attend like a connect group or attend a church and we'd be like, mm, I'm not really feeling connected. And mm. And the reality is you probably aren't at that point if it's a fairly new mm. transition. Um, and so I've discovered, and it, it is, it is frustrating, Naomi, I'm not going to lie. It I've is, been in that yeah. position recently because I have transitioned into mm. a new church, but just reminding myself community is something that's built over time. And something mm. I heard recently in my connect group that was super encouraging was just getting in the habit of just being consistent. So mm -hmm. like, just keep going to church, so just keep good. going to that connect group. You yeah. may not be seeing the fruit. You may still feel that sense of disconnection. Mm. But like, I think giving up is probably the most dangerous thing and mm, that good. leads you so straight good. to disconnection. So like, I know it doesn't feel great right now, but my encouragement, and this is, I'm speaking to myself in this, is mm. just don't give up. Just keep um, mm -hmm. plugging into that church, into that, um, that group that maybe you're attending or that group of friends, because connection mm. is something that is formed over time. Relationships do take time to form, but when mm. they do, they're really, really rich they can mm. be rich and rewarding. So that would be my um, first piece of advice is just take those small steps of just keep on going, keep on going because it will mm. bear fruit because you're sowing in so good. to something. So you, you're eventually going to see fruit. Yeah, so hang so in there. Good. You can't just plant a seed and expect a tree the next day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be good, right? <laughs> That'd be nice, but it doesn't work like that. That's yeah. So good, bro. I think for me, like my thing is, um, not to be afraid to be authentic. Sometimes I find, mm. sometimes it just seems easier to just conform to what other people expect of you or want you to be like, but it's just so much better to be your authentic self 
and just don't pretend to be someone else for the sake of making friends because those friendships probably won't last very long because it'd be hard to keep up this, you know, persona you're pretending to be. But if you're just authentic, people can take it or leave it. And it's not personal. There's no need to be offended, you know. You just be yourself and you will connect with those people that just love you authentically, which is just such a rich friendship. Totally. Can you speak into that a bit more in, in like how, how can people be authentic if they are really struggling, mm. if they're in a situation where perhaps they feel overshadowed by a person or like you said, they feel like they need to change themselves to fit the climate that they're in. Mm. Do you have like a few nuggets of wisdom of like how you've overcome that? to embrace Mm. your authentic self. Yeah, it's so good. I suppose like one thing I find that stops me from being authentic is overthinking. Overthinking, yeah. Yeah, like, (laughs) oh, what does this person think of me? And, you know, what should I say here in this situation? Just say what you want to say. Don't say what you don't want to say. And don't stress if you say the wrong thing. Don't overthink that because we all say the wrong thing sometimes. We're just imperfect humans. Um, People are pretty accepting you know of of who you are you don't have to be perfect so don't overthink who you are Mm -hmm. and don't overthink what other people think of you (laughs) (laughs) so good um and just speaking in to being your authentic self something that I did recently that was super helpful was actually getting involved in a an event that my church was putting on and it was just such a fun event but we were in situations where we were super tired so really your authentic self just naturally (laughs) came out because we were serving we were doing rehearsals and Mm. yeah I met some really wonderful people and I felt like I could be myself so Mm. that could be a piece of advice for someone if you're feeling that disconnection in like let's just say a church environment Mm. see if there's some way that you could get involved because the the minute Mm. you serve and I mean this was just an event like you're coming in to the path of other people and that's a great opportunity to connect and in this case it was great because we were seeing each other all the time we had Mm. a common goal we had to get to and people just were their authentic selves because you kind of Mm. push past that um skin deep connection mm. when you're around people enough you kind of build a deeper connection mm. so that that could be something that speaks to someone so who's good. listening is yeah, yeah maybe so get involved it doesn't have to be a regular thing if you're not in a season that you mm. can do that but maybe there's an event that you could volunteer in or just something really small that you could do that um, could connect you into your community mm. yeah I like that too because it puts a common why behind it like why am I doing this it's not just to make friends I'm actually serving a cause that's mm. greater than like my needs I think that's so cool bro Thanks. Do you have any other um, connection tips when it comes to community? I mean, obviously, I talked about not using technology sometimes, but actually, I think you can use technology to your advantage these days. Like um, on my Facebook, if you have it, I've got a few groups like music groups um, where musicians chat, songwriting group, keto groups or tennis groups. There's a whole wide wow. world of groups out there. And I hear Facebook's the place for that. <laughs> like community like our suburb has a has a few pages you can join and so that's one way to connect with people and maybe find somebody who's got the same interests as you or lives in the same city as you obviously use caution when you're meeting with strangers yes Uh, make sure you tell someone where you're going and all that kind of thing Um, but it does just open up the doors 
to meet new people that you might you might think, oh, my church is so small. There's no one new at my church. But you live in a whole community full of people. There's definitely someone out there you can connect with. Just have to find them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I mean, I hope we have spoken to um, those who are listening just some ways that maybe whether mm. you're in a single season, a married season, or you're just desiring to mm. create community. I hope that we have spoken into a season in your life and um, offered some encouragement or some practical tips there. Mm. Um, but speaking about community, we here at Sunnyside Up, we have uh, Instagram, which you can DM yep. us on. So you can connect to us in that way. Mm-hmm. We're here to, to pray for you or to connect with you. And we've had some like wonderful people DMing mm. us in the past that have just been sent through a lot of encouragement or asking questions, which has been really great. So we encourage mm. that um, to stay connected with us because we're all about that. It's been really great to come on here and speak to you guys and particularly about an area that is close to our hearts. So mm. yeah, we hope yeah. you feel blessed by this episode. Mm. And if you do get out there and connect with someone, tell us about it. We'd love yeah. to hear you and support you in in you stepping out into and the celebrate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Ta-ta. Bye.